You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to be here with you every Sunday night at this beautiful time of 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And we did not have a show last week. I thank you for your understanding and your patience. It was an off day. And I took the time for self-care, which is interesting that that's what I was guided to talk about tonight. I'm always curious as to what I'll be talking about, what I'll be sharing, because this is not a scripted show, everybody. <laughs> this is just sharing from the heart as it, as it flows through and as I receive it. And so far, last several years, it's worked fairly well, so I think I'll keep doing that. So wisdom of self-care, right? It's, it's interesting. I have been speaking at uh, nursing conferences in the last several months, and never in a million years would I have seen myself doing that after being out of the clinical nursing environment for a very long time. Um, and and I, I was so surprised when that's what I was guided to start offering, was talking about conscious heart connection with my, my colleagues in, in a conference setting as either a plenary or a keynote speaker. And and what I found as I was researching um, what's going on with my profession, because I really have been, although I am still a licensed nurse, I will always be a licensed nurse until I retire completely, which is not happening anytime in the near future, right? And, and so being a nurse for over 50 years is a very long span of time. A lot has happened within that professional um, environment. And 
what kept coming up as I was doing my research was the incidents and articles on stress in the, the, the workplace for nurses. Now, add to that, nurses have always been in a stressful environment. So the fact that I've been out of clinical nursing since 1985, but still within my nursing profession, this, what I do is still within my nursing profession. It is about educating people on how best to create and to maintain health and wellness. And that's what we as nurses do. We advocate for our clients. If we're in the hospital, our patients, and I still do that every day, and, and it brings me great joy to do so. But the statistics, not just in the United States, because these conferences are international, and, you know, what a gift that COVID brought us on some level, that the idea of virtual conferences and being able to participate in events like this, that Previously, I would have never even considered traveling to Singapore, right, or traveling to London to do a conference. I wouldn't have. It's just not my nature. And this gives me the opportunity to go anywhere that I'm invited should I decide to accept the invitation and speak to a worldwide community of colleagues. We have this opportunity here on Blog Talk Radio as well. We've had several people from, you know, over the years from places around the country, in our continent of North America, and in other countries. And it's, it's an amazing opportunity to connect. And I love that. I, I really do. The diversity of people that I am blessed to be able to connect with is such an amazing gift. And so the statistics that I was that I was finding showed not only the degree of stress and the physical symptoms that people are experiencing as a result of that stress particularly in my in my profession of nursing but the number of nurses that were leaving the profession because of it and that if I'm going to move into a judgment mode, which I do my best to not do, I do my best to trust and know that everything unfolds in perfect and divine order, not just in my life, but as I believe for me, I believe for everyone and everything. And, you know, I trust and know that that's where they need to be. And that my heart hopes that as this unfolds, that the medical uh, environment, the hospital environment, the medical professions, the corporations that, um, that own hospitals and manage them and make the decisions that affect every employee and every patient that is, that enters their doors, right? That they'll make decisions that will honor all of the members of the healthcare team, including the nurses. But it's everybody. It's everyone from who cleans that room, they are a valuable and necessary member of the team, to the people that do the most complex procedural uh, procedures that benefit a patient. That, that includes a whole lot of people in a team. 
and everyone has a value. Everyone is needed. And when the team functions um, as a well-oiled machine, shall we say, people's lives are saved. People stay healthy, both in the job and those that they serve. It's a very different environment. And so all you have to do, Google, all you have to do is Google um, stress and COVID, and you will find a plethora of comments and articles and posts and strategies. And as a nurse, it is my joy, a holistic nurse to boot, because I always think of everything from a holistic perspective, we get to look at our self-care from that holistic model. And that's not just a buzzword, holism to me. It is truly um, a, a, a theoretical and practical way of looking at who we are being in our relationship with ourselves and our world. Holistic includes the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic aspects of who we are. And when all those different aspects of who we are are in balance, you can imagine that you feel fabulous, right? But when one part of us is not attended to and the other aspects have compensated the best that they can, that's when we start getting symptoms on the physical level or on the emotional level. And then depending upon what your viewpoint is, you know, it depends on what you're going to look for in terms of how to address whatever the symptoms are or discomfort or challenges that you're experiencing, right? So, from an energetic perspective, there are seven main energy centers, right? And each one feeds a different part of the body. The body, the cells, the energy, everything. It does everything it can do to maintain what we refer to as homeostasis or balance until it can't. And so when you find that you may get symptoms in a place different than where you actually have the problem because the rest of your body has been doing its best to compensate for what's out of balance. A perfect example is when someone has, let's say they're, they're really in need of a total hip replacement, right? And their left hip has really been very painful. And, and they, their whole body alignment is off from the limping and the compensating of the rest of the body because they can't put that full weight on that leg because of the pain that they're having. So that after the hip is repaired, let's say they have a total hip replacement, you know, and they go through rehab, they find that they're having all of this discomfort on the other side of the body. And it wasn't that there was anything wrong with that side of the body necessarily. It's just so tired from compensating for the side of the body that was not okay, that it's not okay itself. And, and this happens all the time. And so the best strategy is always going to be prevention. And the only way that we get to effectively create a preventative strategy is if we actually follow it. 
you know that Nike commercial, just do it? You have to do it in order to receive the benefit. You really do. And so let's talk about some strategies for stress reduction as, as a means of self-care tonight, right? And then, and then we will, I'll mention a few of them, and then we'll go for our, we'll go speak to um, our caller that's in the queue. And, and when we're all complete, we can continue um, as time permits. So one of the simplest tools, and I love this, right? It's just breathing. That might seem really silly to you. Well, of course I'm breathing. What is she talking about, right? But it's about conscious breath. And it's about how you breathe. And it's about where you breathe into and out of. And you might be thinking, she really is Looney Tunes. What does she mean by it's where I breathe into? I'm going to breathe into my nose or my mouth. I'm going to breathe out of my nose or my mouth, right? But seriously, when you add to consciously breathing the focus of breathing into and out of your heart center, that energy center in the middle of your chest, or you breathe into the center of your chest, or you imagine you're breathing into your heart, the organ. What you're doing when you do that is you are consciously connecting to the energy of that heart center. And that heart center is all about love. That energy center is where we um, receive love into and where we extend love from. It connects with our soul essence, the part of us that is eternal, the part of us that was eternal before it came into the body. It's the part of us that will continue on after we're finished this lifetime by whatever name you call it. I like to think of it as my soul essence the part of me that is directly connected to my creator. And your soul essence, my friends, is pure love. It's the part of you that doesn't question anything. It's just the part of you that loves. And it loves you. It is available to you 24-7. So when we add conscious breathing into and out of the heart center to anything else that we do, we are expanding the benefits of it exponentially. Imagine if you are praying, you know, you have a daily prayer um, practice that you like to do. Maybe it's reading affirmative statements. Maybe it's reading out of the Bible of your choosing. Maybe it's simply reading messages that are poetry-oriented that are meaningful to you. It doesn't matter what it is. It's that you're adding the heart breath, focusing on your heart center to it. It exponentially expands the benefit of whatever it is you're choosing to do that has its own positive benefits of its own, right? And so... Breath is taking in life force. It's also a form of adding more oxygen to the body, more oxygen to the cells. 
And by breathing in and out consciously, especially nice deep breaths, if you're capable of doing that, it's also a cleansing tool because you release toxins through breath as well, that the body is ready to release. So lots of benefits there just for breathing. And it doesn't have to be the breath that comes from exercise. It's simply breath, breathing with a focus on your beautiful heart center, center of the chest, or your heart organ. And then, of course, there is meditation, of which there are numerous types that you can choose from. Again, the principle here is that whatever form of meditation you choose, that, the, the, that it is the reason for why it is stress-reducing, is that it gives the body time. As you focus on whatever your focus is for your meditation, you're basically telling your monkey mind that's thinking the same thoughts all the time, it's what it's designed to do. You're telling the mind it's time to be quiet, to whatever degree it can be. The more you meditate on a regular basis, the quieter the mind gets the more what is referred to as the relaxation response is triggered and your body begins to relax. Your heart rate will slow down. Therefore, your blood pressure will lower and you feel more and more relaxed and calm. And the beauty of this is that when you are consistent Consistently doing a meditation practice, whenever you do have a stressful experience, something that you're experiencing as stress, what happens is that you can immediately think your focus and your body will respond in kind to the way it has been trained to do so from a consistent meditation practice. So there are many different ways to give the brain something to focus on. Uh, the first meditation practice that I studied and, and put into effect for me was transcendental meditation. This was a form of meditation gifted to the West by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, um, who probably the, the, the people that modernized, not, not modernized, that popularized uh, TM were the Beatles back in the 60s and uh, 60s and 70s. And the whole philosophy of transcendental meditation is that you, you meditate for 20 minutes in the morning and in the afternoon before 8 o'clock at night. And you're given a mantra, which is generally a two-syllable word that you do not have a relationship to in your normal everyday life. And you think that word, that mantra. And as your mind wanders, you don't resist it. You just let it complete the thought, complete the little journey of thought that it went on. And as soon as you realize that the thought is finished, you go back to thinking your mantra. And minds will go back to being quiet. It's a wonderful practice. There are transcendental meditation teachers all over the world. You can research it by Googling it. There are numerous 
uh, articles, scientific, um, in scientific journals as well as to the efficacy or benefit of meditation, particularly transcendental meditation. And we talked about prayer time. Prayer time can be a form of meditation. Chanting can be a form of meditation. Looking at a candle that is lit and just looking at the flame with a constant gaze can be a form of meditation. You can do guided meditations. There are so many apps for that now. Um, Insight Timer is one that I happen to like when I'm in the mood for a guided meditation. I particularly like their, um, there's one particular practitioner that does Yoga Nidra guided meditations um, for relaxation or for sleep. And um, I enjoy that. It really gives me um, a solid three-hour feeling of sleep, even if I'm not sleeping. And and I love that, right? Um, and then there's the, the Calm uh, app. And I, there are so many of them. I, I'm not even going to list them. Those are two that I can think of right off the top of my head. And so guided meditations take you on a journey where your mind is focused on the journey and you're not thinking about you know what am I cooking for dinner tomorrow although that thought might come in but then you can go back to listening to the person that's speaking to you or you can do guided meditations that are just music it's not really a guide guided in terms of a voice but maybe it's a sound guided meditation there's a beautiful one that's crystal bowls that goes from crystal bowls that are connected to the energy or vibration of the root energy center and, and slowly it increases um, and changes um, uh, with each chakra. It goes from the root all the way up to the crown chakra as they're playing different crystal bowls that resonate energetically with each energy center. It's delightful, just delightful. And that to me is another form of guided meditation because it is meditative in nature but it's guiding you through the different vibrational frequencies of your energy centers so it creates a great deal of energy balance and flow and and then that relaxation response that beingness and sometimes those are lovely to go to sleep at night There are many of them on YouTube that you can listen to. Some of them, there's like Reiki music that you can listen to for three, for five, for eight hours. You know, you just have to find what feels good to you. It's not about what type of self-care you choose. It's that you choose. Right? And so we're going to take a short break with our sharing, and we're going to go to our caller. And we're going to speak to Christine, who's calling from New York. Good evening, Christine. Welcome to the studio. uh, Thank you for having me. My joy, my joy. How can we be of service to you tonight, sweet lady? Thank you very much. I'm calling tonight because I need my heart healed in uh, a very special way tonight. I last week I was care I have been caring for my little dog and unfortunately her disease progressed quickly and, and she, she passed. And, um, 
Yeah, we're all pretty heartbroken, but I think what I am having a hard time with is the, uh, the, the stage you go through with regret. Yeah, the ones where, um, what did I do? Um, how did this happen? You know, I had gotten her teeth cleaned uh, back uh, three years ago, and she had gotten this heart murmur after, and I blamed myself for taking her to that clinic. And then it just went on and on to where even at the end, I felt like I didn't do it. I was really just confused. My head was really confused. I've taken Mm. care of animals before, but this time I was really not in my right mind. Um, so yeah, so the, the passing was really rough and I think that I'm just dealing with a lot of, it's all my fault, basically. I, I hear that and I can't tell you that your feelings are, I'm not going to negate them. They're your feelings and you have to be with them, Christine, because they're helping you to see that this is what's going through your mind. This is what's triggering your feelings. Okay. How long did you have your dog? And what is their name? Oh, he a uh, goodie. <clears throat> little little, uh, little gold-colored chihuahua, like sort of long okay. hair. She's just a pretty little thing. I had her. She was my daughter's dog, and she has allergies, so she sort of ended up here. And okay. it became my husband's real buddy, you know. <clears throat> so I would say it's probably 11 years. Okay. So think of it this way, if you if you will. And I'm not trying to take you off the hook because I, I've helped people with grief and transitioning for many, many years, Christine. And what I know is that we're going to go through this process of grief and grieving however we're going to go through it, no matter what anybody tells us. Because it's just how we work it through. But the first thing I want to say to you is grieving is a circular process. We can be anywhere on that circle, that stage of grief, however you want to refer to it, at any given moment in time. And so whether it's regret today or it's anger tomorrow, they're all reasonable emotions. And so finding a way to love yourself through it and everybody in the family that's going through it with you is, is your most loving choice. I believe everything happens for a reason. And if I believe that, I can't not believe it over here because I believe it over here. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense yeah. to you? Yeah. Right? So yeah. if you hold that belief that everything happens for a reason, then you, then you can't not apply it to this. Okay. And you may not know what the reason is. It's not always ours to know all the little details of why life unfolds the way it was and the way it does. In fact, 99.99% of the why things happen the way they do, we never know. Less than 1% do we know. So trying to understand the complexity of why life unfolds the way it does for us, for the world, for our animals, is torture. 
Yeah. It creates so much suffering. So at some point, my prayer for you is that you allow it to be what it is and just grieve the loss without making it that you did something wrong or didn't do something right. Okay. Because your little person, let me tell you, they don't want you to suffer. That's their job. Their whole job is to, our domesticated animals, their whole job is to transmute our emotions. Mm. And as much as I understand everything that I'm saying to you, when my dog Mm -hmm. transitioned back in December of 2013, Mm -hmm. she was a faithful friend by my side for over 14 years. She did every healing session with me because I worked out of my house. I mean, she she barked the client in the door, and believe me, she had a yappy bark that was most irritating, but that was the only thing about her <laughs> that was irritating. But she would bark them in the door, they would sit down, I had, my living area was where I did my sessions, she would sit right next to them, leaning on them so that she made contact with them and lovingly looking at them while they were talking and sharing why they were here with me. And when they went on the healing table, she went out of that room. She went into the second bathroom because I live in Florida and she was a Sheltie and it's hot here, even with the air conditioning on, they're hot, right? So she would go lay on the tile. (laughs) She'd lay on the tile in the bathroom. And then as soon as, voices would come back she'd come back again and she'd sit down next to them again when they were coming back and we were you know kind of talking about the session before they would leave and then she would bark them out the door <laughs> when they left. Wow. And wow, she's as, like working with you that was her job yeah they're yeah. working dogs it's good that they yeah. have a job to do and she did it so well and so lovingly I still have clients that say you know one of the best parts of it was coming to your home was being able to be with Angel because she was she was just so amazing if someone cried I mean she just nestled in closer but that was her job she was working on clearing their emotions so when she transitioned six months before she transitioned my aunt had transitioned, and the grief response that I mm. had was horrible. Mm. And I actually had the thought, I didn't clear my emotions enough. She couldn't handle the grief that I gave her. And, oh, no, 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 no. And, you know, yeah. because I missed yeah. her. It's, oh, it's human, Christine. It's, it's, yeah. it's a normal response to blame ourselves. You know, we want to make sense of it yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, we right. make sense of it. Yeah. I invite you yeah. to to consider this. And I don't know what your beliefs are, but I'm going to share with, share with you what mine are. I believe that we choose our time that we come in to these bodies. Mm-hmm. I believe that we choose our time that we depart these bodies, but we're not choosing okay. them as, the animal, or as the human being. It is the soul essence of us that is choosing that timing 
for a reason, that we're never going to know until we okay. transition. Okay. So, okay. So I, nothing... I, do, I do believe that. I do okay. believe that. If you do, yeah. sweetheart, then you, you can't not apply it to this. Okay. And you can second guess yourself as much as you want to. And indeed, maybe there was something that wasn't done properly. But the point is that either way, whatever you want to judge it to be, in hindsight, Mm -hmm. life unfolds for everyone and everything in perfect and divine order. And maybe that was her way to find her way home. Okay. You see how how Mm. this goes, right? Yeah, yeah. I do. But it's important that even what you intellectually might understand, and probably more important than that, is that you honor whatever feelings are coming up for you. I couldn't stop crying for days when she passed. Could Mm. not stop crying for days. Mm. I I get teary-eyed thinking of it as I'm talking to you about it. It's I know. been I know. it's been seven it's been nine years. Wow. And it's still yesterday. It is. And I that's know. what I mean by we can be anywhere on the cycle or circle yeah. of grief at any given moment in time. And it may feel like it just happened, right? And it could be yeah. eleven, twelve years later. It could be nine yeah. years later. It could be next month. Yeah, so the key here is to be as loving with yourself as you can as you are moving through these moments. As time passes, you know that expression, time heals all wounds? Then yeah. I think that what that means is we don't forget, right? Yeah. I don't know that the wound is ever a perfect a perfect scar, right? Or perfect right. skin is healed, right? There's always a, right, a scar right. mark. Mm-hmm. And and so we don't forget, but in time, we bounce back more quickly. Yeah. No matter how extreme the emotions are that we're feeling. Does that make sense? It does. It, 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 it feels like it, how could it happen, but I know that it, it will. Um, or do I feel guilty letting that go away i don't know that's maybe because i haven't even gotten halfway through it no you haven't you're just at the beginning of it you're just at the beginning of it and the other thing that happens when we grieve a loss christine is that it opens up the wounds of all of our other grief yes you know it triggers it so you never really know what you're grieving yep Mm-hmm. Brings it all to the top. It does. I mean, have you ever mm-hmm. been to a memorial service or a celebration of life or a mass for someone that's a, somebody that is a member of a friend's family, somebody you've never met, but you're going out of respect for your friend? Mm-hmm. Has it ever triggered emotion for you? Oh, yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. It's no different. Mm. Yeah. These are these are some of the very core dynamics of grief and grieving that are 
so valuable to understand so that what we're experiencing can make more sense and we can allow ourselves the space and time to be in it because that's the only way that we get to move through it. Because if we don't move through it, it's like all the energy of that grief and grieving gets Velcroed onto us. And ultimately that's where we manifest diseases wherever we're holding it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm. did that did that help at all? Oh, it did. It did. I'm grateful. Thank you so I'm much. I'm grateful. You're Thank welcome. You. I'm grateful so that you. you. I'm, well, I'm grateful that you chose to call in, Christine. It is yeah. it is my joy. It's it's why I'm here. It's what I love to do. You know, is is to not yeah. give people excuses to to not. It's to understand how to. Yeah. Yeah. And that I have to go through it. Yeah. You do. I have to go through it. Yeah. You know that expression. In, in, we used to teach um, a course for um, the volunteers for a nonprofit that I was very much a part of called Healing Touch Buddies. And, and we were, healing touch practitioners and Reiki practitioners and other types of energetically trained uh, practitioners that provided a year's worth of service to newly diagnosed uh, clients with breast cancer. And one of my Mm. dear, dear friends and colleagues had created this not for profit. And, and um, why am I mentioning this? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Let me think. Um, Oh, so, so for the volunteers, Oh. Yes, for the volunteers, we would um, do a special class once a year on grief and grieving to talk about these principles because not every patient survived, not every client mm-hmm. survived. And so it mm-hmm. was very difficult for them because not all of them were healthcare practitioners. Many of them were lay people mm-hmm. that were trained in energetic modalities, and it was very difficult for them. They never had the advantage of having the kind of training that a professional has that talks about grief mm-hmm. and grieving, like I did as a nurse. Mm-hmm. And, and so we used to say, if we breathe, we grieve. Mm-hmm. No one goes unscathed. Right everyone's going to go through this at some point in time or another. Whether we experience it as children or we don't experience it until we get older, with the, with the world of global connectedness and how technology brings everything right into our homes, mm. all of us are exposed to some of the most horrific things that happen in the world including children. Um, Yeah. Right. Um, So everything happens for a reason. And I believe our sole purpose is to remember how to be loving with ourselves, no matter what the issue is. That's our sole purpose for being here. Yes. Can I tell you something really special? Sure. When you say everything happens for a reason, and and I do believe that, Mm-hmm. I had taken, and it's funny you brought up the other subject that you mentioned with the um, the cancer. I had taken a um, Reiki One practitioner course, 
and right as I was finished, we were practicing at home, and I found my own tumor and was diagnosed with breast cancer. Hmm. Interesting. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. I'm grateful to know that. Thank you. I just thought it was a a story I don't share with everybody, but I just thought I would share that with you because there was a reason I took that course. I don't, sometimes I talk about doing things and I don't follow through, you know, that's just the way I am. And I followed through on that and I said, gosh, that'd be a reason for this. Well, maybe, maybe I'd make a good, you know, Reiki practitioner, I said to myself, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And so if for, if for no other reason, that was the reason. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's a fabulous story. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing it, Christine. I really Mm. appreciate it. Blessing. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I am so grateful that you called in tonight. And just know that the replay is available as soon as the show is over. If you ever want to pop back and listen to the conversation again or anything that, that we shared, please feel free to do so at your leisure. It's available to you. Thank you so much. It was you're really welcome. wonderful talking to you. Same thank you. here. Thank you so much, you're, Christine. You're a blessing. Oh, thank you, honey. Surrounding you with so <laughs> much you. love. <laughs> you have a good you. rest of thank your you. evening, all right? You too. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All you. right. <laughs> thank you. Oh, that was so sweet. Thank you, Christine. Uh, feel free to hang out and listen if you would like. Um, so let me just take a breath and a sip of water. Actually, I'm going to do a quick, um, we're going to take just a very short break. Um, we have a new practitioner that has joined the Heart Healer Radio Network, and I want you to hear all about her. So I'll be back in about one minute. Be sure to tune in to the Life Purpose Transformation Show Thursdays at 8 a.m. Eastern for free Life Purpose readings. Come explore how you can be your best energetic self so you can fulfill your life purpose. Cornelia Ward Livingston combines her traditional background in business and financial services with channeled coaching, where she brings forth messages from your divine team when it comes to your life purpose, career, and business. She'll share enlightening personal life purpose readings to help you design your life in the way which is most meaningful to you. Do call in for your free life purpose reading so you can become your best energetic self and fulfill your life purpose on the Life Purpose Transformation Show, Thursday mornings at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. All right. So, Cornelia is quite lovely. Um, You know, when I started this radio station, it was because where I was doing the show, they were closing their doors, um, and I needed to very quickly find another place to continue. And so the Heart Healer Radio Network was born, but in the beginning, I really had no no clear vision about anything except that this was going to be a space for me to continue offering my show on a weekly basis. And so it has been very interesting. If you've been following the show for the last few months, uh, Rose Marie has been um, with us quite a bit. 
She'll, she pops back in and she does the show with me about every three weeks now. She was here all of January as we talked about all of the amazing astrological changes that we can expect um, and dynamics that we're creating them that we can expect for this year of 2022. So if you miss those shows, they're there available. All you have to do is Google the Heart Healer Radio Network and just kind of um, scroll back to the January shows. She was here every Sunday and it was quite lovely. Um, and she will be starting a show as well. Um, we're not sure ex- the exact start date, but it's going to be called Follow That Moon. So keep tuned in, right? You know, keep watching the station so that you know when she's going to be starting. She's such a heart-centered astrologer and offers so much wonderful wisdom because she's been doing it for so many years. It's just, it's like a leather glove so natural to her and fits perfectly. Um, And she does it with great clarity. So some of you may be um, really love the astrological terms and others of you may be more like me that want to know what the applied science is because that's what makes the most sense to me. And she does both, which is really very lovely. And Cornelia is, is an amazing intuitive. Um, she calls herself an intuitive and self-care coach uh, she's she's got a very wonderful business background. So the fact that she does coaches coaching for entrepreneurs and others makes perfect sense. I invite you. She had her debut show last Thursday morning. Give it a listen because she shared a little bit about her story, which part of which I did not know about. So it was wonderful to listen and learn a little bit more about her. And, and she will be with us every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. So that I hope you will show her some love, give her a listen, call in for a uh, life purpose reading. She also draws um, uh, a card for the show and talks a little bit about that. Uh, so she does some card reading as well. And she's just really... Um, a very, very bright and and very gentle person. And I think that you will enjoy her show. So that's this Thursday and every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time for Cornelia Livingston. And it is the Life Purpose Transformation Show. All right. So let's go back. Our queue is very quiet tonight. So if you're listening, you get to listen a little bit more to me. And we'll complete our show as close to 8 p.m. as possible. And so we've talked about for the wisdom of self-care, right? We, we talked about uh, conscious, talked about conscious heart breath. Um, we talked about different types of meditation as a tool for self-care. And we started talking about the holistic approach to, to, you know, supporting ourselves in creating health and wellness. So when we look at ourselves on the physical level, right, and I know we've talked about this in different shows, we talk about movement, food, nutritional supplements, healthy water, good amounts of it. Um, we talk about rest and quality sleep and play, right? And play, not just all work. You want to have moments of play and joy. 
And when you balance things out on that physical level, you want your environment to be toxin-free as much as it can be because your living space is your temple. Your body is your temple. And when we treat both as a sacred space, we reap the benefits of that. My home is a little house, and I love having my own four walls. And I have been out of my house probably, I can count the number of times I've been out of my house in the last two years. And I would think that I would be claustrophobic beyond my words of description, but I'm not. Because energetically, my home is so expansive, so divinely surrounded that it never feels like I'm in a small space or that I'm in the same space all the time because the energy is constantly shifting and moving with everyone that comes into it with me, even if it's through Zoom or through a phone call. Everything is energy and everything beautifully adds and blends in with the energy of my space. And I love that. I really do. And so for me, my self-care regimen is, is a very conscious one. I do very clean nutritional supplements, um, as many organic as I can do. Um, very conscious about the products I choose and why I choose them. I boost my immune system with wonderful products every day. My first thing I do in the morning is I put my essential oil diffuser on. I have oils in there that help me ground, that help me feel balanced, that boost my immune system. And if that's something that interests you, let me just throw in a little something here because it is coming up tomorrow. You know, over the last um, several weeks, I've been sharing that I did my founding member launch for two memberships that, that I am joyfully facilitating. And one of them is called Sharing excuse me, sharing the love with, with a, um, one oil drop at a time. And this is all about essential oil education. And our first class is actually tomorrow night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So if this speaks to you, um, although I love Young Living Essential Oils and those are my go-to brand, um, except for the blends, whenever we talk about blends, any single oil is it's the information will be applicable to whatever brand you want. And I'm not pushy. It's I just want to share how beneficial and practical day-to-day uses for essential oils to enhance your health and wellness. So if that speaks to you, the link is in the show description. It's called, it is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the heart healers membership. And each word in there is capitalized. And the first letter is capitalized. So if you're interested in looking into that to see if it speaks to you, there are three categories of membership. You'll find which one fits you. And, um, and you will immediately be welcomed into the hub if you like it. I love this membership hub. It's simple. It offers um, for any media that I upload into it which our classes are all in Zoom. Um, transcripts are available in, I think it's close to 30 different languages. So it's very user-friendly. There are a lot of perks and benefits to it. 
and we're doing one essential oil class a month, and we'll have a theme for each class. And on the second Tuesdays of the month and on the fourth Tuesdays, we're going to do a Q&A session. We'll address what was, material was brought in for the class and then any other questions anyone wants to ask. I have been loving essential oils for over 27 years. So I have a lot of practical day-to-day usage. This is not an aromatherapy certification course. That is not my forte. I love talking and sharing about, oh, that's what, that's what the issue is. We have an oil for that. <laughs> There's always an oil for that. And I also share a lot of different uh, reference resources that I've found to be helpful through the years. So, and I've made it very affordable. And there is no commitment to be here for a year. You can, you can choose to, to come and go as you like. The founding member launch is complete. So whatever you feel like is, is what will serve you, you are welcome to do that. I mean, I'm always hoping that people will hang out, that they'll find the benefit of it, but it's a personal choice. And I honor that. So that's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the Heart Healers membership. And of course, we talk about Ho'oponopono all the time on this show because that is such a sole purpose for me to share this information. And with that link for the Heart Healers memberships, you'll also see that there is the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono community. We do have a Facebook group. That's bit.ly forward slash all in caps, T-H-H-H-C. But the membership community, we're offering weekly support sessions. We started them last week. The feedback has been wonderful. Included in your membership is um, the the introduction to self-identity through Ho'oponopono, which was, uh, that class was offered two weeks ago. And um, for anyone that's a member, you have access to that class immediately when you join, and you can watch it in snippets. The system will let you know exactly where you left off watching, and you can resume at any time. You have 24-7 access to the site, and there's lots of little little additions of content that I've added, and, and it's just been such a joy. So weekly support sessions on Zoom, if you can't, you can't attend, they're at noon on Tuesdays, you always get the replay. And you have access to the replay indefinitely, as long as you're a member, right? And, and so that is a form of, of, um, of self-care to me. Because doing clearing tools, having clearing tools, not doing, but having clearing tools, of which there are many to choose from. Essential oils can be used as a form of clearing. Um, there are energy tools, crystals, um, um, what else, clearing tools, sage, burning sage, particularly white sage, which is very sweet. It's not as, as harsh as um, other types of sage, but white sage leaves create a cleansing as well. But there's so many different ways to clear your energy field and to move through the emotions and the thoughts and the beliefs that create density in the field and ultimately bring us out of balance, create physical symptoms if they've been around a long time. And so self-care is so important. Ho'oponopono to me is one of the most powerful clearing tools on the planet right now. 
And it is so simple. I love you. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. It doesn't get more simple than that. It's simple, but it's not easy because it's like that Nike commercial, you know. You still have to do it in order to benefit. And a consistent Ho'oponopono practice for me has brought extraordinary benefits for myself, for many of my clients that have adopted it as well. And I am really enjoying beginning this journey with the people that have chosen to participate in the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono Communities um, membership. And so, breath, meditation, essential oils, Ho'oponopono, any kind of a clearing tool, it's all good. Physical, emotional, as we talked with Christine earlier in the show, moving through emotions in ways that work for you. Ho'oponopono is a wonderful tool for moving through the emotions that we find to be troublesome, uncomfortable, challenging. And it's so simple to simply love on the emotion and just say, I love you, I love you, I love you. Honoring that this is just part of your human journey. It's information. An emotion is is information. It's energy. And if we just embrace it and release it with love, we feel so much more balanced and so much better. And monkey mind, same thing. You know, clearing whatever these thoughts are, doing the tools that help us, like meditation to quiet the mind. Ho'oponopono is also appropriate. Essential oils will help us with keeping our mind balanced, clarity, focus. There are oils that are great for symptoms where you have lack of focus. You're all over the place. There's so many wonderful benefits to the gifts that Mother Nature has given us. It's just a matter of knowing how to use them and knowing that they're available. And so we're coming up on the hour. So we're going to do a brief uh, heart connection as we always do to close out the show. I want to thank Christine for calling in tonight and Some nights the queue is quiet. Some nights we can't get everybody in. And I'm just so grateful that tonight it was quiet so that we could spend a fair amount of time with Christine and support her as she was moving through her experience of grieving at this time. So as we breathe into and out of our heart's centers, let's hold Christine in our hearts and her family. Um, as they move through their grieving for the loss of their little goodie, their little chihuahua. Our animal friends are so dear to us, and we express gratitude for all the love that Goody shared with her human family. May her memory be for a blessing. And as we continue to breathe into and out of our heart centers, may we imagine that our love, the the light of love that is us, expands and connects one heart to one heart, to every heart on the planet, including the heart of the earth, our blessed mother. 
just imagine a blanket of love light gently caressing the earth and all her inhabitants and all who dwell here within it, upon it, and above it. Animate and inanimate objects still have consciousness to some degree. And so this gift of love that we share, we send a focused amount of it to the Ukraine and Russia, a gift of love to all who dwell there. May they find some solace and peace in the love that surrounds them. May it help them in whatever way serves their highest good to move through this experience of suffering. I am so grateful for this beautiful heart connection. Thank you for joining me in it. We are connected, all of us. Please don't forget that. None of us are alone. Albeit this human construct brings up that feeling for each of us at different times. But we're not. We are a breath away of being connected to the all of who we are. And that's a lot of love. Take one more nice deep breath in and slowly release it. And remember that when you breathe into and out of your heart for you, you are consciously connecting to your soul essence, to the love that you are, to the part of you that is eternal and connected to your creator as you define it to be. Truly, you are not alone. Thank you, everybody. I am so grateful for this opportunity to be with you If I can support you in any way, just hop on my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com. Schedule your complimentary Heart Healer session if you've not done so before, and it would be my joy to support you. I wish you a blessed rest of your evening wherever you are in the world. And I surround you with love. Blessings of much love and gratitude. And have a really good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.